This is CyberSound, your simplified and fundamentals-focused source for all things cybersecurity, with your hosts, Jason Pufal, Stephen Maresca, and Matt Fusaro. Welcome to CyberSound. I'm your host, Jason Pufal. Today, we're actually joined by uh, three incident handlers. Uh, we've got <laughs> Matt Fusaro, Steve Maresca, and Suzanne Pear. Uh, and we're going to actually go down the path of doing uh, a an incident response sort of tabletop activity. So for those of you who might be familiar with the company, uh, Black Hills Information Security uh, created a, great, a game called Backdoors and Breaches. Uh, you can play it with an actual deck or you can play it with an online version. It was what, what we're going to do here. So we're going to set a scenario up. Uh, we're going to spend about 15 minutes perhaps going through uh, the mock scenario uh, playing the game, really with the intention of simply trying to give people a sense of what it's like to have an incident occur, talk through some of the different scenarios relative to incident response, incident containment, um, and then potentially the the resolution of the incident. Uh, we're only going to spend 15 minutes on this, so we may or may not uh, actually uh, succeed in in containing or, or restoring uh, all of our infrastructure, depending on what happens. <laughs> uh, I'll lay out a scenario here. Uh, and then allow people to to sort of talk through it. But just to give people a sense, there's really two tiers of cards here. Uh, the top the top tier is uh, specifically the scenario, and the goal of our incident responders is to identify what the initial compromise is, how the attacker pivoted and escalated uh, throughout the environment, uh, maybe how they stole data, so their their command and control and exfiltration cards. Uh, and then potentially, if they can, if they're if if they're crack handlers, uh, figure out what the persistence mechanism was as well. Um, they're allowed to use their uh, vetted procedures, so they have four what are called established procedures. Those are essentially the things that uh, theoretically they've got well-written procedures for. Uh, maybe they've even practiced them or or had to use them in the past. Uh, then they've got other procedures, which might be technologies that they've recently implemented. Perhaps they don't have as fully built out um, or maybe not as comfortable with. Uh, so they will get essentially multipliers, rolling multipliers, uh, if they want to use their established procedures. So I'm going to randomly assign the number three to network threat hunting. And the number two, just because I love it, security information and event management. Uh, because that is that is something all security professionals love. Uh, so with that, let's set the stage of our scenario. And this is going to be a complicated one. Um, the, it, the, the university, which is already has distributed IT, um, has, uh, has, has experienced some erratic behavior. You've got people complaining that they came in and uh, their computers were blue screened. You've got some folks actually saying that uh, their computers are on but behaving erratically. And, and unfortunately, we're not getting a lot more details than that. We're just getting a lot of reports from a lot of different departments uh, that things aren't operating as they're, as they're used to. Uh, and unfortunately, right, because they're users, you're not getting really high quality information, right? Things like, I can't get to a folder that I, that I typically use to start my day. Uh, my computer's behaving funny. That's always a useful technical one. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, you know, that's the central IT department is trying to figure out. Does their AOL, AOL do do? work? Their AOL. Uh, <laughs> you know, they have some disks still that yeah. they've got hanging around uh, some of these older departments. Uh, so you've got a, you've got a real variety now of 
of issues coming in, right? And they're coming to the central help desk and they're doing, they're doing their best to convey to IT people. They're probably calling network folks um, and trying to tell them that there are problems. So knowing that, uh, you've got a variety of things that you can that you can choose from here. What do you guys What do you guys think you want to start with? So we have options available. We have endpoint analysis, which is uh, you know related to antivirus and so forth. We have security information event analysis management. Excuse me, SIM log analysis, user and entity behavior analysis, which is uh, interesting in that it looks for behavioral anomalies uh, anomalies with users. And we have network threat hunting, which is the you know top four tiers. I'm inclined to go toward the threat hunting because we have a lot of reports. None of them are specific. Seems like it's broad. Yeah. I mean, I I think that that's probably a good one. So I think we can go two directions or either, either threat hunting or SIM, right? Mm -hmm. Ideally we have some type of alerts that have popped. If we've got this many people that have problems, there's an alert somewhere. I would hope. We hope. Right. So I'd say one of the two of those would be good. I think uh, you've convinced me. Let's try for that one. I think we have to roll the dice now. What do you think, Suzanne? Um, I would go with the threat hunting. Let's do it. Oh, oh we we rolled a nine out of one to twenty, so we've failed. That means our attempt to do threat hunting did not succeed. Actually, you chose threat hunting, which got a plus three multiplier. So, oh, so you, I, in fact, I got a 12. Oh, how uh, so you, you, you had a you had success right. because because you had good documented procedures and you're really adept at that sort of that technical capability. See, we're, we're awesome. Wow. Good for us. Success. Good, good for you yeah. for writing things down. For us. All right. So I'm going to reveal a card then and let's see what we've learned. All right. This is the initial compromise. Oh, uh, so the initial somebody – brought their own device. So because it's higher ed and we're and it's an incredibly permissive environment, uh, well, we won't blame it on faculty, right? It could be anybody. But somebody came in with their own exploited device, it appears. Um, they're suggesting that maybe you turn to the firewall or right network threat hunting, which I think actually gave you the clarity you needed to find this initially. So yeah. now you know that somebody brought an exploited device in. So that could mean a lot of different things as the next step, I suppose. Um, what what do we do next? If it's an exploited device, I want to know what it touched. So I think returning perhaps to what Matt suggested before, yeah. log analysis. Yeah, I think we, so we can do that or we can look at the endpoint itself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose we know what it is by now. Yeah. Yeah. What about the... Um the user and entity behavior and analytics, should we not be considering that? Yeah, we probably want to look at that too, mm-hmm. right? Because we want to know what users were there, right? Just because we have, cause we have the, just the device, right? I think so. We don't know who was using it. Yeah. We, we assume it was just that person. I agree. May not be. Mm-hmm. We might as well find out. What do you guys decide? Which one is it? I mean, I've, so far our established procedures have worked well. Let's let's go with it. UEBA. UEBA. Yeah. All right, let's do a roll. <laughs> see what we end up with. Oh, you guys, uh, you guys are crack analysts. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> we rolled a fifteen, which is extremely yeah. successful. So, what does that mean? We've right. gained. So, uh, you know, I'll, because you guys are doing so well, do you want to 
to display your pivot and escalate, your C2, or your persistence guard. I think pivot and escalate makes sense to me. Uh, just go in order. Uh, these attackers are wily. So they've, they've um, revealed connected identities and access rules in Active Directory. So they know what their compromised user and device can access and what data might be reachable by this point. Just unplug everything right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, we walk into a lot of that. <laughs> we do have that as an option, but I'm not sure that it's... Uh, I think the, the horse is out of the barn from the perspective yeah. of isolation. Yeah. And they've probably compromised another account at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. So perhaps SIM is our next step? Yeah. I mean, we're going to have to look at ground to see where those users might have been and yep. what data was touched. Mm -hmm. You guys are, you know, unfortunately taking just too much time <laughs> to make your decisions. So we're going to inject a new scenario. Uh, uh oh, we get more capability. Look at you that. Can, so actually, by, your, by delaying, you actually improved your chances of winning. I'm, I'm doing a new inject because I don't really care for this one. <laughs> oh, no. You, you've got data that's been uploaded to Pastebin. So now you have, I think you have clearly, uh, you're starting to clearly see that there is data exfiltration happening. I think now as a result of that, of course, executives at the institution are getting more concerned because they don't know if there's going to be data breach costs in the future. They have no idea what the data is. Um, you might have, possibly you have some good logging. So maybe you can resolve that. And the additional uh, little twist is that uh, external entities are now notifying the organization uh, and the media. Mm, time for crisis management. I think so. Yeah. yeah, crisis management's a reasonable thing to invoke at this point. We do have that as an other alternative procedure, so we might as well give it a shot. One could argue that it's perhaps a little late, but I think it's time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see if your luck holds. Oh. Oh. oh, crisis management failed. So what does that mean? Does that mean wow. just nobody knows actually what to do from here then? The, yeah. the executive leadership has, has not gone through a tabletop of any sort. Have we done the firewall firewall log review? Have we done that? I mean. We have not done that yet. Although I would, I would hope, I would hope that our firewall is sending information into our SIM, right? So. That would be ideal. It's, it's time to play the SIM card, I think. Okay. Yeah. Let's roll again. Oh, fail. Failure, even with the... Even with the multiplier. Yeah, yeah we're, in, we're in a bad spot yeah, you, you had a good run at the beginning, right. but now you're really struggling. We've got no crisis management. Our <laughs> logs are no good. <laughs> so so uh, maybe taking a step back, that... That's reality for a lot of these incidents, yep. for sure, right? You'll roll in it with no data uh, and you're trying to guess or, and people aren't sure how to react at, at across the organization. Or attackers have cleared the logs, which is uh, certainly not something we've um, avoided <laughs> with some incidents. Yep. All right. Uh, so what do we do now? Well, don't have a lot of options left here. <laughs> I think we're at the server analysis or isolation side of the equation. We need to buy time or just presume that uh, things are, are compromised enough that we need to rebuild. 
Yeah, I mean, it, we don't want more data leaving the organization, mm-hmm. right? So I think it's probably time to isolate at a pretty high level, right? Because we don't even know <laughs> where this stuff has gone, right? So we don't know what data was pulled out in addition to what's been put on Pastebin already. So that's a rough one. All right, so All right. roll away. Let's roll away and see what we get. And because I'm because I, I'm feeling pretty good, I know that you, there's good network capabilities. I think we we just gave a, a a bonus to isolation. So let's see where we end up. Ooh. Another failure. You can't, you can't even isolate. So you rolled a collective we, seven. We can try procedures again. That is permitted. How many how many turns do we have left? There is a maximum here. We have four turns remaining. We have to we have to succeed eventually. We might finish this game in the time that we have allotted. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I mean, I think you're back at threat hunting. Yeah, perhaps so. <laughs> All right, let's do a little threat hunting. We were good at that last time. Failure. I think there's something wrong with your computer. <laughs> well. Just because we're good sports, let's see what happens with a new inject card. So you did get a little extra information. You had a honeypot deployed, and that does give you some information for what that's worth. There we go. Looks like we can turn over the, the pivot card, right? All right. Let's do it. Oh, wait. I think we already did, so... No new information. (laughs) No new information. All right. One more inject. (laughs) So uh, uh, the log analyst returns from training. So we get get plus two for any roles that involve log-related actions. If you actually have any data. Yeah. 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 I guess let's use them then. So what are we doing? Uh... You've got some more established procedures in there. Is there anything you want to uh, try? Well, we can't really use endpoint analysis, right? And I don't think that that's going to tell us too much because we don't know where they've been. We can start with that initial, right, the initial endpoint. That was under, under the first one, but I don't know that we'll get much data out of that. We might know a couple of places to start looking. So, we, I mean, I guess it could be somewhat useful, but we really want to... We really, really want to use our logs at this point, right? Because we need a bigger picture view of where. I, I think so. On. I think so. So uh, honestly, we I think we need to retry that log analysis procedure. Uh, the firewall log or the the sim. Mm, fair question. I mean, I like our sim. So let's try the sim. Right. I mean, your 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 sim analyst did just get back he from did training. Just get back. It seems like yeah. your your the luck is on your side now. And it's a plus two atop a plus two, so hopefully we'll. All right, so let's see what we get. We'll roll one more time. If you get the sim, I think maybe I'll maybe I'll give you success overall. Oh, look at oh that. very 19. successful! You kill it now. He's trained. He's killing it. <laughs> yeah, he'll forget it all in a week, but <laughs> but it doesn't matter. He knows it. He knows it now. All right. Well, we know what data was was stolen. Let's see what happened in the XFIL card here. The attackers use domain fronting to bounce their traffic off of legitimate systems. What does that mean for everybody? Uh, actually just using uncompromised systems to send data or using DNS or, or clever techniques like that to, to pull data out? 
Well, it does suggest that isolation is a reasonable next step regardless because, you know, it's difficult to clamp down on otherwise. So you're going to try isolation again in spite of the fact that you had no capabilities of doing it before? I think this time we just pull the earplug on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's give it a go. That's the, the real – and so in fairness, we've done that in the past, yep. right? This, this option when, when you're struggling. Uh, with a plus three, I think we did succeed there. We did, yep. Fully isolated. Let's see what we have. Ah, crafty. We've, we've discovered that the attackers used a malicious driver in the operating system for um, actual persistence, which explains the pervasive access and difficulty in finding things in this environment. Right. But now we know what to remove. So I think we won somehow. <laughs> Matt, it's not about winning and losing. It's all about it's all about it's all about learning something. Yeah, I don't think we ever finished an incident and said, "Hey, we think we, we won. won." In fact, yeah. right now you've left the client with a completely uh, severed network. They yeah. actually can't work at all. Yeah, um, but we have but we have turned over all of the cards. So yeah. I mean, as silly as as this whole process was, it, it's more realistic than it should be. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's been plenty of times where we've we've had to go and do things like isolation and weren't able to do it or uh, the tool to do it wasn't working properly, et cetera. <laughs> or this is where we get called. Right. We've figured out some things and don't know where to go to clean up or yeah. it's too big a job to clean up. How can you help us? Yeah. And, and don't discount the crisis management failing. Um, a, a lot of times we end up coming in there and being the crisis management or at least getting the right team together for crisis management. Um, most organizations don't know how to pull in the right legal team and insurance and you know all the people you need to talk to. Quite honestly, just being a therapist for a little while. Right. <laughs> we, we craft more communications on this front than you'd imagine in a technical incident handling role. Right. So, I mean, our recommendation is – you know, it, this this game's kind of fun, and it is, and it's certainly easy to do over Zoom. Uh, you know, the the web based version makes it makes it really nice. Uh, but at the root, right, all we're really trying to say is practice a little bit your incident response uh, procedures. Uh, if you've got tools, make sure you've got the familiarization on how to use them. Uh, you know, write down your processes, but act this stuff out a little bit. You know, this was this was meant to be fun. Actually, I think I'm not sure how long we went, but we. We did pretty good uh, rolling through a, a, a set of a set of technical controls or responses to this. Um, again, it's it's backdoors and breaches. You can go to play.backdoorsandbreaches.com. Uh, certainly, a shout out to Black Hills Information Security for putting a game like this together because I think it does try to take a, a really serious topic and make it uh, enjoyable for uh, a group of folks to get together and play. Uh, if you've got the physical game, you can actually pull out some of the cards or add cards depending on the audience that you're trying to. Um, to sort of train. So, uh, you know, as always, if anybody's interested in talking about, you know, incident response tabletops or just generally, you know, incident response overall, or, or maybe you want to, you know, play a game with us, uh, hit us up on LinkedIn at Vancord, uh, and we're happy to continue the discussion. And of course, uh, as always, uh, we hope people got uh, enjoyment and value out of this podcast. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear your feedback. Feel free to get in touch at Vancord on LinkedIn or on Twitter at Vancord Security. And remember, stay vigilant, stay resilient. This has been CyberSound. <laughs>